I'm already finding myself daydreaming. I know you got a whole day of work ahead here, and for what I'm thinking about vacation. I get summer vacation on the brain. Yeah, we've been debating it for a little while. We had a little family meeting last night. Well, just the two of us. <laughs> a meeting of the two of us. Well, you know, I mean, it, it sneaks up on you. If you don't book now, you know what I mean? The places you want to go, they're either going to be booked or they're going to cost too much because right. there are a few rooms left. That kind That's of thing. Right. So, but, um, so, we'll do that later. Yeah, well, we're, we've narrowed it down to two. Mm-hmm. All right. And so later this morning, I, I guess we'll have to, maybe Sam, you can help us break the tie on this one. Yeah. Pros we'll and cons of each. Is it the same two that it's every year? No, well, maybe. No, no, no not really. Okay. Don't maybe. worry yourself. But <laughs> okay. we have two picked. If well, you flip a coin, you don't get to pick, but you can flip a coin for us. Okay. Right? Last year, you know, we went to the beach with my dad and my sister and all that. It was the first vacation my dad had had with the family since my mother had passed. So, you know, it was it was a, an important time together. We don't know if we're going to do that same trip this year. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you went uh, didn't last year, y'all saw the Blue Angels. Y'all had one of those high rise kind. Oh, yeah, that's my. Well, my dad does that religiously. He hasn't missed that in years. That's Fat Albert. Wait a second. The Blue Angels sound like this. Yeah, there you go. F-18s, baby. <laughs> so crazy. Um, no matter they, how many times you've seen them, you're always amazed. They announced uh, this week, in fact, they're doing this tomorrow. They're flying over Main Street, USA at Disney World. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, they're going to make two passes, like, flying over. Just that noise you heard there. Yeah. You know Careful. what's really sad is there going to be somebody, some people there that have never heard of the Blue Angels. They don't get it, and they're going to yeah. be scared when that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, you know what? Maybe in Disney style, they'll be announcing it on the PA up front. Ladies and gentlemen, direct right. your attention to the sky. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, Not that you could miss it. That's yeah. cool. I mean, so I mean, granted, it is tomorrow. So if your plans were yeah, already, we can't. To, you know, <laughs> or drop everything. Well, if you have friends who are there, yeah, send them a text. I'm sure know. somebody will have it on social media. Oh, yeah. If we could have made that work, we could have combined two into one. Done no. Disney again, which we haven't done in forever, and seen the Blue Angels. We're here. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. We've got memories, and we can see it again soon. All right, we do have, this is so much fun, coming up, The Seven Habits of... Highly Effective People. Yeah. Oh, is it really? I know you wanted that. I'm sorry. The Seven Habits of People Who Age Well, which is just as exciting. Ah. Okay. Fine. (laughs) I'm excited about it. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Got the update on celebrity trainer Bob Harper and how he's doing since that horrible heart attack. Mm -hmm. And the best celebrity anecdotes from Alec Baldwin's new memoir. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I love uh, celebrity trainer Bob Harper, and I was so super surprised to hear that he had had a heart attack a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And he did. But he is in excellent shape. Obviously, he takes really good care of himself, but his genetics, something in his genetics, and he was at a gym. Remember the story? He was at the gym, of course. Yeah. Um, uh. When he fell over, and there happened to be doctors there who rushed, realized he was having a heart attack, and helped, helped rush him to the hospital, which saved his life. He um, talked about it yesterday on the Today Show. I had um, what they called uh, a widowmaker, and uh, it was a 6% survival rate. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there were doctors in the gym when I had the heart attack saved my life. Oh my gosh. And how much has his life changed? Well, he's he's dealt with some depression, which they say is completely normal after a heart attack. Right. And I've seen that in some of my family members. It's heartbreaking. Anyway, he says that he's dealt with that, but he's changed. He doesn't work out as rigorously now, but he does walk every day. And he's just dealing with the fact that, and his message to everybody is know your health history Mm -hmm. because he's in shape. And this was in his genetics. You know, and it's ironic because the exercise is what is going to probably help him. But I would be nervous, too, right after that. It's like, oh, I don't want this to happen again. I'm saying he's taking small walks now and not doing, you know, circuits and Tabatas and things like that. But that's the update on him. And he's doing really. Tabata. Tabata. 
Oh. No, Tabata yeah. is a type Very of different, yeah. workout. I'm sorry, it's a circuit training. Oh. <laughs> Although, I, I can tell you, I can do some Tabata exercises. <laughs> I can. That's right. Ham and cheese on Tabata. <laughs> Remember when I was working with that trainer, I was doing Tabata, and it was so hard, and I, was cr- I almost cried. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, you're doing Tabata in the front yard. It's not bread. A lot of... <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of neck cranny. A lot of people kind of coming to screeching halts with you out there. All right, listen. A lot going on with Alec Baldwin this week. He turned 59 this week. Yep. His memoir called Nevertheless, Nevertheless was released, and he's got the number one movie, Beating Beauty and the Beast, The Boss Baby. We babies are having a crisis. Babies aren't getting as much love as we used to. Behold. Okay, so all, all those who've been able to dig into this book, this memoir, mm-hmm. saying he does not skip on the fame parts of a memoir. You know, he's a great writer. Right. And when he starts talking about his run-ins with celebrities, he goes there. Um, his long feud and his dislike of Harrison Ford, it's clearly defined in Is the book. Is it really? Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> he was going to be Jack Ryan again after Hunt for Red October. Wow. And then Harrison Ford took the role from him. Huh. So there's a lot of celebrity stuff you can dig into in this memoir. Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. So, like, what huge cultural phenomenon did you miss out on? It can be anything. It could be like a movie, or it could be like a TV series, i.e. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Are you lost? Um, love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. Brandy, you're next. And it's funny, we've got all kinds of little suggestions for Sam and his concern over his lazy eye showing up on our Facebook page mm-hmm. this morning. Well, we'll hit up a few of those coming up next hour in the producer's mailbag. All right, so what pop culture thing, movie or TV show or phenomenon are you lost on because you missed it? 877-310-4675. Do you have one, Brandy? I do. I have never seen any of the Harry Potter movies or read the book. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> Why? What's the reason? I don't know. I just I just never got into it. Are I you a reader? When they first came out. Are you a reader? I am. Mm. I am. Um I've I read like I've read Twilight but I've never seen any of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just, I can't with Kristen Stewart, so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies never live up. Although the Harry Potter movies are once you've read the books, they are incredible to see because That's they what they say. Oh yeah. my gosh. You know, I would definitely I'm give to them get a try. Into it one day. But let me ask I you this, will. has anything been spoiled for you? No, nothing. That's at good. All. That's good. That's incredible. Like, I don't know anything about it, so it would be brand new to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I'm always a little bit too excited about it because I, whenever my our oldest was when she turned 11, I walked the first Harry Potter book into her room and I said, "I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to let you read it now." And she got a few <laughs> chapters in, and she was like, "Meh," <laughs> and so I was kind of heartbroken. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it one day. I just haven't committed yet. Yep. Well, you know what? Though you know you try it, and if you don't like it, so what? Exactly. Go watch a Twilight exactly. movie. <laughs> um, I tried Star Wars. <laughs> Sam loaned me his first Star Wars movie, which was actually the fourth movie or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and I fell asleep. <laughs> I've never seen those either. Oh, we could be friends. <laughs> you and I. Thanks for the call, Brandy. So, see, me and Brandy have that in common, although I've seen the first movie. Mm-hmm. Got 80 pages in the first book and I've seen the first movie. But like, at least the movies stand on their own. If you're not going to yeah. read the books... The first I mean, book, though, is just, just a smidge. But you know, you know what I'm saying? What you said, Jody, jumped out at me 
I don't know. Uh, there are no spoilers for me either, and I know that I could I could find them anywhere. Please don't. I don't know any of the big spoilers for Harry oh Potter. Which, that's great. Hang on, yeah. Because one day when we watch them all with the girls, you're going to want to be on the edge of that seat. All right, thanks, Brandy. 877-310-4675. Coming up next, guys, are you ready for the seven habits of... Of what? Oh, that's right, of aging... People who age people well. People who age okay. well. Do that next. You know, something cool, unique, and different that uh, Jody does, our not-so-serious book club, which we've mm. had at murphysamandjody.com forever. Just kind of a cool, I, I call it like a break from screen time. You know what I mean? It's like an yeah. intelligent break from the screen. But one of Jody's friends has like this book that she's over the top about that she says, we need to add to the not-so-serious yep. book yep. club. So we'll do that next hour. You guys ready for the seven habits of people who age well? Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, we're going to cover them all right now. You ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, positive attitude, Sam. Mm. If you age well, you're going to age well, you're going to do it happily. Yeah. And you know what? I've had, there are more older people, you know, when they get in their 80s or 90s, will tell you they believe that's their secret to longevity. Yeah, I had one lady tell me she drank a Coca-Cola every day. Remember that? Well, that'll keep a positive attitude. It's kind of the same thing, yeah. (laughs) But the positive attitude thing, it's the way that you act, it's the way, less cortisol in the body, all of that. Right. Okay, number two, you watch what you eat. Number three, you ha- watch how much of it you eat. Even if you're eating the right stuff, you can't overeat it. Yeah. And that's something that's learned hard- the hard way, isn't it? I'm failing like, all three of these so far. Oh, I'm sorry. Exercise regularly. Nope, nope. Sam, you were playing basketball for a while. Yeah, I wasn't regular. Exercise regularly is number four. That's cool to know because that means you don't have to run a marathon. You just have to do something little every day. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. It's just walking. Yeah. You know, something Seriously. like that. Right. Number five, stay social. To age gracefully. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> but have you ever noticed that? I mean, really, it's it, I'm after I'm visiting with people or whatever, I'm always in a better place. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Even when it's strangers. Jody and I have been in a couple of situations lately where we've met new people and it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of cool. That's one of my tricks with you. You didn't know that. But like on the weekend, if we're stressed out or something, or if you're having a rough, like we... We'll, we'll get, get me out social. of the house. We get him out of the house. That's great. Jody's tricking me. Sorry. Um, number tricking s- me into happiness. <laughs> number six. Here's one. It's my signature scent. Sunscreen. Protect yourself from the from the yeah, sun. I get that. Yeah, I wear it right. every day. That's probably, a redhead thing, but supposedly you're supposed to. Yeah. Set aside the skin cancer thing. You won't get as much wrinkling, is what they say. It's true. Okay. It's all important. And that number seven. Can you guess number seven? Uh, we covered sleep. a lot. Hydrate water. Neither of those. I would go with sleep. It's sleep. Both of you are correct. Get plenty of sleep, and that's the one place I, I try so hard to get enough sleep, and I feel like I don't. But get plenty of sleep. That's how you will age better. Gotcha, babies. Look like uh, look like a baby at forty. Soon. Go check it out. All of it at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All those years with my grandmother, and I didn't know that she had a secret way that she sized up people. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. like new people my when dad she just, met them? My dad just told me about this. It's next. And be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. So that way we can take the sign off of Sam's back that says, please subscribe. We'll, we'll trade it with one that says, kick me. Yeah, it used to say, kick me. And then you can listen on your schedule anytime. That's We make it convenient for you. That's really what it's all about. Um, I just found out something about my grandmother who I love. She lived to be 97 years old, but she apparently had a knack for sizing people up. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't realize that she kind of had a secret to do this until my dad explained this to me the other day. So Heidi um, sized everybody up? Yeah. So this happened to me when I met her, when I came to the family. 
Um, she probably did, but it's not a judgmental thing. That was what was great about my grandmother. She assumed the positive. I, oh, I, mean, I felt that. She couldn't be more positive about anything, but the one thing that she did do to size up people is that she would judge by actions, not words. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was not one that was prone to being kind of What's the word I'm looking Suckered. for? Yeah. That's <laughs> Smoked that by means. somebody or whatever. Mm. Right. Exactly. That's and, smart. Um, but he was telling me about when he was in high school, you know, my grandmother was one of those at the time where that's what she did. She was very involved in the school, the PTA. She'd even go help cook lunches. Guarantee you those were some of the best lunches that any yeah. of those kids ever had. Mm. But... Um, but uh, she, there were some kids that she really wanted my dad and my uncles to stay away from, and she called them the Unholy Seven. <laughs> seven of them, huh? Yeah, that sounds like a movie. Seven. I'm like, wow, so there were seven people that were a problem in the school? It's like, yeah, yeah, the Unholy Seven. She watched out you know, from it. She knew that we weren't going to mess with them, but she was always watching what the Unholy Seven were doing and making sure that they weren't going to do anything that yeah. you know, created right. bad habits or impacted you know, her sons. And I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, but then when I when I asked about what these words meant, these were, times have really changed. Because if you thought about the unholy seven today, you'd probably be picturing the worst. Yeah. But the unholy seven, you know, would curse. The unholy seven, um, you know, some of them probably were sneaking cigarettes, cigarettes. in their senior year, that kind of thing that right. they shouldn't be doing. Um, the unholy seven would stay out later than they should, and sometimes they would skip school. None of these are great things. Right. But none of them, none of these things ever hurt anybody or the school. Yeah, they were bad kids. It, well, they never inflicted harm on anybody. They never inflicted harm on property. They never did anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it was funny how she sized them up as the unholy seven. Because I love she, it. She just kind of felt that they were, you know, irresponsible. But again, yeah. it was just a, on their actions, you know. And they none of the unholy seven could pull a fast one on my grandmother, <laughs> even by talking nice. Once, well, duh, once you've got that kind of life experience, your grandmother, and we all hopefully developed this. I feel it now in my life. I trust my gut completely with people. I trust my gut completely. What they're saying doesn't matter. What you feel they're saying is what matters. Does your dad know whatever? Does your dad know what happened to the unholy seven? I don't don't know if any of them are around anymore. He didn't didn't hang around them. (laughs) Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I've got James Bond news that involves Daniel Craig. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I've been waiting to hear this, and it's uh, speculation, but I like it a lot. If you're a 007 fan and you like Daniel Craig and you really don't want to settle for anyone else, Mm -hmm. the word is they're in talks to keep him for at least one more film. The name's Bond. James Bond. That's right. He's being persuaded, is what we're hearing at the moment, to do one more installment. Persuaded as in waving money at him? You know, was is it really a money thing? For, I'm sure the money is a sticking point that he pays attention to. Yeah. At this point, you know, he's probably got so much bond money sacked away, don't know what to do with it, don't know where to put it. The producers apparently also do not like the potential replacement of Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> what did you think of that one? Being I th- honest, I thought I thought he might be decent. I thought he might be a little too pretty, but I thought he'd pull it off uh one of the producers apparently has said that they feel like tom hiddleston is a little too smug and not tough enough to play james bond hmm. following a daniel craig bond who is super tough yeah i don't know i just gonna have to be pretty impressive for me after daniel craig you know i went into that theater going who is this guy yeah. i don't know if i can deal with this blonde james blonde you're gonna need a tough guy and because was, it's, otherwise yeah. it's gonna come off like pierce brosnan you know was so in love oh well I know Remember, a lot of people liked Pierce, but he, I, he I feel too, you. Too, he was Remington Steel. Too pretty and dapper. and That's right. Okay, Daniel Craig, by the way, on this story and big rumor, he's staying quiet. Mm-hmm. 
is smart. It's just very James Bond-like, isn't it? Yes. She's not going to get lost in anything that's a small detail. Moving on to um, Disney, by the way. You know they're giving us all these live-action adaptations, and Tim Burton is signed on to produce and, I guess, you know, head the production, live-action production of Dumbo. Is it possible? Isn't there some mistake? Just look at those... E-A-R-S. I think this one does need a new, a retelling. Mm-hmm. So why not now when they've perfected this live action thing? Apparently they're uh, they're in talks with Michael Keaton for Michael Keaton to play the bad guy. Now, this is the one Will Smith was supposed to be in. Did they, they talked to him about being a bad guy? They talked to him about it and he said, no thanks, I don't think this mm-hmm. is it. But they're talking to Michael Keaton now as, as far as a villain. And the bad guy's name is Beetlejuice? Oh, stop it. But wait. Michael Keaton worked with Tim Burton with yeah. on Beetlejuice before, so they definitely have, you know, a groove, I guess. Mm-hmm. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, where in the world is Taylor Swift because she's been spotted? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. We're going to be adding to the Not So Serious Book Club coming up just after 7 o'clock. Yeah, something to get your hands on that a friend of mine cannot put down. And what to do with Sam's lazy eye? Apparently, that's all the rage on our Facebook page this morning. <laughs> and some, I could Velcro it up. Some good. Ugh, <laughs> some, some suggestions and help for you, Sam, are, <laughs> are coming up. Uh, right now, it, Jody's got a friend that is just dying to have us put this new book in the Not So Serious Book Club. Well, here's the deal, my friend. Okay, you know, we have the Not So Serious Book Club online. I love to hear what you're reading. And when you want a good recommendation for something, that's where you can go on our on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. Right. I'm currently, like, I feel like it's time to put something new in, Um, but I'm currently still reading the Game of Thrones books. That's going to take you forever, though, Jody. I mean, that's not... So? And it's not really going to take me as long as you think. The deal is, like, you know, I'm also binge-watching stuff and... You know. That's what I'm saying. You're pacing yourself. Aren't there like nine Game of Thrones books? No. <laughs> There's like there? four or five. That's There's it? not that many. Aren't they like thick like dictionaries? Though? Boy, they're, are they? They're a little bit big, but whatever. I know because I've tripped on them in the bedroom. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, I'm also watching something on HBO. When you're binging a TV show, it's Yeah, I walked binge, in and didn't recognize binging. that. What is it? It's called Big Little Lies on HBO. Definitely, definitely not for the children. But a big smile. Can you guys, and just a little bit closer together, guys. Hey, mommy. That's Nicole Kidman. I love her. What is it about? She's, it's about all these mommies in this town and all these secrets and something bad is coming, you can tell, and all the crazy insides of all the marriages. It's, I almost invited you to come watch it with me, Murphy, but it's, it's too much for you to follow. Like, you'd be like, you'd be confused. It'd be too much for you to follow. Really? Anyway, so good. But my friend Meredith is reading a book she cannot put down, and it's called What She Left Behind. It's not brand new. You could get it in paperback now. It came out like in 2013. It's a beautiful novel. It's stunning. It's one of those stories that kind of bridges the past and present, which is awesome because you get more than one story. What'd she leave behind? I'm not going to tell you. Wouldn't that you give just it away, Sam? Need to know. It's a beautiful, haunting novel about like love and loyalty. But when it's more than one story and they kind of bridge together, love it. And I'm just telling you, I trust what she reads and she can't put it down. It's called What She Left Behind. Go get it in the not-so-serious book club. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Sam, we might need you to help. Uh, We can coin toss, you can break the tie or whatever. Jody and I are down to two things, planning this year's summer vacation. Uh But Jody feels one way, I feel... Different, I guess, about what we should do. Flip a do. coin. You so, don't yeah. get, to get to pick. Oh, I don't you, get to pick. You have to flip a coin. All right. Up next, I got to tell you about, uh, you know, this past season, I played basketball with my son, Sammy and Will. Yeah. yeah. Found out after the season, 
that Sammy was doubting my skills the entire season behind my back. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you about that it. hurts. Reach out anytime. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or of course, call 877-310-4MSJ. You can even text. Love to hear from you. This past, uh, you know, I just wrapped up playing uh, recreational basketball with my son, Sammy and Will. Yes, Sam. Uh, One of the star players on the team, right, Sam? No, no, actually, I was was, uh, riding the pine most of the season. Oh, is that what it is? Sitting on the sidelines is called riding the, the pine? pine. Yeah, when you get, you get. I never heard that, and I played basketball. When you I know, was and a I kid, played. So. I did play my. I played more as the season went along. What uh, was the name of the team again? Monstars. Monstars. Yes, that's right. Like Space Jam. Yeah. And so we had uh, an after the season dinner. All the guys on the team the other day, and oh, we're nice. sitting around swapping stories and stuff like that. <laughs> You remember and the time when I did the free throw? Remember the time I got put in? Yeah. Well, the thing is, after every game, Sammy would send me a text about how good I played and, you know, you did this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's awesome. Well, I kind of, he come to find out, one of the last games of the season where the playoffs were still on the line, I put myself, usually I waited till they said, hey, you want to come sub in because I wasn't forcing myself. Well, mm-hmm. this one game, I decided I wanted to come in. Three mm-hmm. minutes left. We're up by 10. So I get you know one of our players ox to come out so i can go in and i didn't know this but sammy said when he saw that Uh-oh. he looked over at ox and said what are you doing oh we, we're only up by 10 why is he coming in this person shouldn't Whoa, have told you that yeah. this why am i coming in that. no it was, it was but the thing is i thought is it was it just kind be- of funny is it just because his name is ox no. you know i mean it sounds like a more serious basketball player than sam well he's a better he was, he's a better player than me but usually it was like i said it was i was told to go in or hey do you want to come in this time i actually you, you know what it. i want to come in well, yeah look, awesome he's being a coach he's being strategic he knows where you're that you needed to up your skill level yeah. and he was he's he's just being a coach right truly i'm sure he didn't want you to know that because he's your son also yeah that's where it's tricky when there's a coach parent kid thing happening mm-hmm. so when you went in how did you do on that play well i would just say we were it was three minutes left and we were up by 10 and we won by more than 10 yeah so yeah yeah a little justification and there. i've already been told i'm playing next season too Oh, really? Yeah. You've been told. <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's like, really? Uh, don't I get a decision here? That's cool, Sam. Yeah. All right, coming up next, you ready to flip a coin? For, For you what? Two? To help decide where we go on this summer right, this vacation. This is the fate of our summer vacation this year? Uh-huh. Boom. Sam, are you ready to flip a coin? Do you have a coin? No. Oh. Honestly, I'm kind of embarrassed that this is how we're making a decision on our summer vacation. David, do you have any Shouldn't money? we have prepared this better if we're going to flip right, a wait, coin? I've got a coin. Hold on. Uh, of course. You always, you're you're the man who always has coin. Dang. Rock, paper, scissors. I never have much spare change here. Sam, you got it? Ready? There you go. Here. All right. All right. Is that a nickel or a, it's quarter? a quarter? quarter. Excellent. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Why does it matter? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I think a quarter. Co- I think a quarter flips better. It's, it's a little George heavier. George on the front and Utah on okay, the back. Okay, listen. <laughs> the thing is, we we're kind of at a place where we're both kind of I don't know lukewarm. Don't really know. One I'm concerned about because I don't think we've saved enough. The other is th- the distance. So we want to go to either Disney again. Yeah, I think the kids are at perfect age. You know, ages fifteen and twelve. To enjoy it even more this time. And you're never too old to go no. to Disney World. Right. And we had a great time. Um, there's always, and then there's the other thing that we love in our heart and soul, and our kids do too the great Smoky Mountain. Yeah. 
Right. Sorry, I think Dolly Parton as soon as you say Smoky Mountains, Jody. Yeah. And the kids love Dollywood, and we love staying in the cabin. We have friends there. What happened to the beach? I thought the beach would be in here. I thought well, this was going to be the traditional beach versus mountains. No, no. Uh, it just for a number of different reasons, though, we're not able to go try some There's of the new... There's only two sides of this coin. <laughs> well, this would be dangerous for a three-sided coin, wouldn't it be? Yeah. So, um, anyway, do you want to flip for uh, yeah, us? Yeah, okay. So what, what's I don't think what? Sam really wants the fate. You know, Heads you know? will be Disney and tails will be the Great Smoky Mountains. Hey, you got to live by it. It's fine. Uh, you go. go ahead. Uh, what was Heads again? Heads was Disney. Oh, good. You're going to the Smokies. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Good. You know what? Actually, I'm relieved about that because it was a tug for me. I lo- I wanted to do Disney for the girls. I wanted you both. So but yeah. honestly, I don't think we've saved up enough to do that. And, <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, so I'm excited. And then, you know, they had those devastating fires last year. I don't know. Let's I kind of support the area. Right. I want to go back and support that area in Pigeon Forge. True that. And look. And that, that apple, vacation, apple barrel place too, right? Apple barn. Apple that barn. Pl- that place for us, it gave us the best of both worlds because I got to la- relax and chillax in a cabin in the mountains and I love that and it, it taps into my loving of nature side. Mm-hmm. Really, truly, I'm going to hike this time. But it also has all kinds of fun stuff for the girls like, you know, Dollywood and um, Parrot Mountain and all this stuff they enjoy. We just... I'm fine with that. So thank to, you for helping, Sam. I get to use my walking sticks again. Yeah. Cool. Oh, man, that's right. <laughs> you want your shot quarterback, by the way? That's okay. Sure. You can keep it. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'll let you know how you can get Bon Jovi to perform at your college graduation next month. Sam's got music news. Bon Jovi's got a little contest underway right now. They've teamed up with MTVU to uh, whichever person wins this, they'll come perform at your college graduation next month. And John will deliver the commencement address. Ooh, winner, winner. Bon Jovi dinner. Now, is Richie Sambora part of it, or is he still out? He's still out the group. Oh, sorry Um, about that. I don't know that he will ever come back. Right. Uh, What you do is, if you're a senior, you share a photo of one of your favorite college memories. You can do it. We've got the link on our page for the MTVU website. Okay. You got till uh, the 23rd to do that, and when he picks you, he'll come over there and visit. Graduating college seniors are interested in Bon Jovi, In fact, he had, well, yeah, he had, well, two of them are. All right. Uh, his kids, Jesse Bongiovanni or Bongio Bongiovi, Bongiovi, and Stephanie oh. Bongiovi. Yeah, got it. So they're both graduating. Yeah, but that's a smart move for them if they want to make themselves keep themselves relevant with the college crowd. That's the yeah. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see uh, Bongiovi. No kidding. Uh, of course, you know Ed, uh, Ed Sheeran. We already know this is going to be appearing on Game of Thrones this year. I'm in love with the shape of you. Season what seven? Season seven, debuting July sixteenth. I'll be looking for you, Ed. July seventeenth. Yeah. Now, they can't kill him off, right? I mean, well, seriously. Yeah, they can. I just happen to have some information on that right now. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, supposedly the, the folks with the show were saying, well, we did this for one of the other actors on the show because she's always wanted to be, wanted to. Yeah, the girl who be, plays Arya. Right. Uh, well, Ed she's Sheeran bad. says, you know, I've been trying to get on the show for five years. It's Boom. really me. He says, I've been working it and working it, and they finally put me on the show. He shot his scenes back in November, cool. and he did say this, quote, I don't die in it. I don't die. Wow. So said, oh, that's good. He's only on it for eight, five minutes, he said. So I'm wondering if he's a relative of someone, because he's redheaded, and there's some seriously important redheaded characters. Nah, thinking nah. about it. Just thinking about Sansa. I don't know. Yeah, you're okay. talking over my head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Selena Gomez is trying out a little country music. I just want to look good for you. You know, good for you. 
told you last week she's going to take a break from recording for a while, but she's popping up on different people's projects. Hanging out with the weekend. And so she's uh, working with Thomas Rhett. She's going to be yeah. on his album that comes out. He just won two ACM awards for Truly. Male Entertainer and okay. Song of the Year. So look for that whenever his new album comes out. Good. Stretch it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Try new things. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, our favorite thing in the world is to hear from you. So your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Sam, it's all about what everybody wants you to do about your lazy eye. <laughs> in a case you missed it a little while ago, Sam flipped the coin to help me and Jody decide where we were going on summer vacation this year. So thank very, you. Very that. scientific. If you missed the outcome, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, and you can catch up on everything this morning on your schedule. You still can't come with us on vacation, though. Sorry, Sam. Okay. <laughs> the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? All right. Maybe y'all can help me out. I sit behind Sam in the studio, so I can't see, but how does his eye look today? Look at me, Sam. Might be a little bit less lazy today, but it's... Hey. Well, I didn't get some sleep last night. I had to look hard <laughs> to notice it. Today. Sam basically just says that his t- left eyelid kind of droops down, and it, he really just started noticing it in, in photos. Mm-hmm. So naturally, we took that, posted it on Facebook. And so ran that- with it. And <laughs> taking selfies, have you? Well, Murphy, you even suggested that he should get a lid lift. That, I was joking when term? I said that, but it could be done, I suppose. Dude, well, I guess that really is a real thing. Oh, it oh, is a real thing. Absolutely, yeah. because people have been writing into our Facebook very concerned if Sam does have this procedure. Oh, <laughs> Christina writes, be really careful who you select for a procedure. Kenny Rogers looked fine until the knife in his doctor's hands ruined what he already had looking normal. That's right. That's why we call him the flounder now. Oh, both, okay. both eyes are on the same side of his head. <laughs> yeah, but there are people that are good at <laughs> there are people that are good at doing this, you know? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, she even posted a picture, a before and after picture of Kenny Rogers. And man. That's the thing. Poor Kenny Rogers. If you're going to do something you, with your face, you always want it to look like you didn't do anything with your face. That's okay. what's crazy. I just asked the question, and now I'm... Now you're a cosmetic surgery yeah, patient. everybody thinks I'm going to get it done. <laughs> Thank know. you, Christine. That's good advice. And Jay says, looks more swollen to me. Don't mm. think a lid lift is going to help, but I'm not a doctor either. <laughs> you uh, know what? You were rubbing your eye all weird and pulling back all and i couldn't look at it the other day yeah. maybe you make it yeah, worse maybe it's an allergic reaction to something. i used to do it and one of the exes showed me this you put a couple of spoons in the freezer and then you roll them like under where the bags are under your eyes Ouch. she was trying to it hurts right away because it's so cold does it work it's supposed to tighten it up really because your blood vessels probably go <gasps> what was that and your blood yeah. vessels go backwards oh you're starting to start wearing makeup sam that's what i think okay well but, jake continued to say that he doesn't think you need a procedure but he on the other hand could use a lift oh okay oh <laughs> yeah in the eye of the beholder though Ooh. tell me talking lid lift it's true it's true you know you can do what you want to do, but hopefully be happy with just yourself. Every too. now and then I see it and it's like, oh, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, when you're going to do selfies or videos, just open your eyes wider. Say, yeah, oh. but then it looks like That'll I'm look startled. Great. <laughs> what, somebody right. surprised him? We love hearing from you anytime. 877-310-4MSJ or on our Facebook page. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift has been spotted after all these months. Tell mm-hmm. you where she is and what she's doing next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So where in the world is Taylor Swift? She sort of disappeared from social media and the limelight, if you will. Cherry lips, crystal skies. After she was everywhere mm-hmm. for a time, right? With this super successful album, 1989. Yeah, and well, she's working on new stuff, too, though, right now. You can still hear her everywhere, though, yeah. because, I mean, that song with Zayn is still hot right now from the Fifty Shades movie. 
So Taylor Swift did disappear. She's been absent on Twitter and Instagram for a while. Her most recent post was early March when she posted something about her friend Lord mm-hmm. dropping new music. But for her fans, she's kind of just gone poof. Yeah. So the deal is she has been spotted, though. And I kind of like this for her in Nashville in and out of a recording studio there. Back to her roots. Maybe, maybe. Do you think that means she'd do country again? I don't. I, don't I would know. be surprised to hear her do country again. Or maybe a couple the, of country tinge songs on a pop album. Maybe so. I feel like the pop stuff suits her more, and it seems to be more her lifestyle now. It was more successful for but her. But she, she could record a pop album anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. And so where she is is Nashville. And the reason being, she's busy working on it without the distractions of paparazzi and the craziness. Mm-hmm. So that's nice for Taylor and fans maybe expecting an album for the end of the year. Thanks to Ed Sheeran throwing that out. Well, yeah, but he kind of backtracked on that. I think he got his hand slapped by Taylor. You know that recently, got a text that you said, know, like a month, a month or two back, they said that Ed Sheeran went, because these people who follow them, paparazzi follow yeah. them, Ed Sheeran went to Taylor's apartment in Manhattan and they spent a lot of time together and then he left yeah. alone. So they probably worked on some stuff. Ooh. Maybe there'll be an Ed song on the album. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Probably so. All right, let's move to one of the hottest couples ever, and I kind of hope they last a little bit. J-Rod. I almost messed that up. Okay, you know I don't do well with the names blended. Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. Right. He had a business meeting about a post-baseball opportunity the other day, mm-hmm. and so he shows up to the meeting, and then guess who joins him in the meeting? J to the L-O. Oh. And wouldn't you bring Jennifer Lopez along to seal the deal? Well, yeah. Kind not of just dazzle everybody. Not just because it would dazzle everybody, but the word is, he really respects her as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. and as he should, and he wanted her take on the situation. Gotcha. So he might be making some better business decisions, thanks to her. <laughs> like that a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up in your next Outsider this morning at 8.30, we've got... Daniel Craig, James Bond, News and Hope. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Keep your eyes on the skies tomorrow because the Blue Angels have a very special flyover. And if you're in the right place at the right time, you're going to check it out. And thank you, Sam, for flipping the uh, coin for vacation. I feel a lot better now that this is how we make our intelligent family decisions, Jody. Mm-hmm. Well, we were stuck, so it's like, why not? Let Sam flip the coin for us. Disney World or the Smokies? It was a 50-50 thing. They're both awesome places, but, you know, I'm glad I'm glad it is the mountains again. Yeah. Especially after Yeehaw. what they went through last year and all that kind of going back and supporting, and we really did have a relaxing time. And Man, I don't the girls, know, the girls had a loved too. it. Yeah. 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 By the way, when, when it comes to buying a car for Taylor sometime down the road, I'll bring the quarterback in. We can flip it again. Okay. What? For what kind of car? No, uh, you, you seem to be making big life decisions on the flip of a quarter. Oh, on ch- based on chance? Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going to invest our money? Yeah. Give Sam a quarter. Yeah, all right. Okay. Speaking of Disney, uh, tomorrow, I know you can't be in Disney tomorrow, but uh, tomorrow at Walt Disney World, the Blue Angels are going to do a flyover cool. down Main Street, USA. Well, not down Main Street, because obviously they're way up. Above it. Uh, but they're going to fly over a couple times. This, this is the is first like, time they've ever done that? They did it in 2015, but they haven't done it since, and so they're they're doing it tomorrow. You know, that's a real treat, as long as they give the heads up in the park. Man, if you don't know that's <laughs> happening and it's happening, you are scared to death. Well, yeah, and imagine walking down the middle of uh-uh. Main Street. You got your ice cream cone. You're yeah. just minding your own business. Mm. You drop your Ricky up behind you. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing where no many, no, no matter how many times you've seen it, because we've seen it a lot. We yeah. go with Murphy's family to the beach for the blues a lot of times, and it even we've seen it ten times at least. It's, it's, a, it's always a thrilling sound. Brand new. 
That doesn't sound nearly as loud as what it actually is. It's always a thrill. It's always a thrill. sneaking up on you from behind Cinderella's castle. Incredible. So that'll be fun. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, More from you on what big pop culture things, show or movie you missed out on and you can't hang with everybody when they start talking about yeah, it. it's kind uh, of frustrating. Talk to Brandy on the way about that. 877-310-4MSJ. And uh, coming up next, uh, there's something I never knew about my grandmother. You know, she lived to be 97 years mm-hmm. old, a, a very wise woman, but she had a way of sizing up people. And I never learned about Smart. this until my dad told me this story just yesterday. That's next. You know, last week in uh, one of our After the Show podcasts, uh, I had mentioned that my dad, I'm learning new things from my dad every day, a new story, things I've never heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Which since are just kind of Since my mom passed away, which has been a year ago, he's just, he's quite the storyteller now, which is really cool. I'm glad I'm getting to experience that. And I also, in the process, am learning some things about my grandmother that I never knew. Oh. And she lived to be 97. She was so special to you. It's probably cool to get new info on her, huh? It is really cool. I mean, you know, she was such an icon in my life. So when I hear a new story about her, I don't know, it just kind of adds to it. And so he explained to me something the other day about how she was awesome at sizing up people, as most moms are, you know? And she was really involved in uh, their high school PTA. And because she was one of those moms that was involved in school, she was aware of everybody. She was aware of all the kids and, and who they were. Yeah, and I'm back in that day, you know, I mean, I guess the town was smaller and so you know a lot of people lived in the neighborhood or nearby so it's easy to keep tabs on everybody back before social media mm-hmm. and there was one group that she really didn't want my father or uncles to hang around they were the unholy seven is what she called them was that their biker gang name it wasn't no, they, they this, must not have known it was their name oh. yeah they didn't know that it was a group it was a name that she kind of yeah. gave them because my grandmother was one of those she always sized up people on actions not words mm-hmm. you couldn't pull Smart. a fast one on my grandmother she was the happiest person and she would assume the positive but you never could act differently than you spoke or she was watching you know right. and so that's how the unholy seven got their name is because they were the ones who were you know skipping classes and doing mm-hmm. things they weren't supposed to do and Part of it is none of it ever hurt anybody, though. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though they were the unholy seven, they never damaged the school. They never damaged, uh, you know, they never hurt other people, anything like that. You know, the whole judging people on what they do instead of what they say, I feel bad. I feel sorry for, for those who can't ca- pick up on that. Yeah. If you literally have been duped by people because of things they've told you and you, you never even sense that they could be misleading you, I feel bad for you because it's something that you do hopefully you have that ability as you get older it's called experience you know and i feel like it starts in childhood Mm. when we're kids your parents there are times when you're are the adults around you are telling you one thing but you're sensing and seeing something else tap into that trust it it's called your gut yeah i believe in it or as one of my friends calls it a buzzer he puts another word in front of the buzzer but yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) you do get a good buzzer as you get older right (laughs) Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. Randy wants to let us know what she missed out on, what pop culture big thing, uh, you know, whether a TV show or a movie. Next. So what pop culture thing, movie or TV show or phenomenon are you lost on because you missed it? 877-310-4675. Do you have one, Brandy? I do. I have never seen any of the Harry Potter movies or read the book. Oh, Brandy. <laughs> Why? What's the reason? I don't know. I just I just never got into it. Are I you a reader? When they first came out. Are you a reader? I am. Mm. I am. Um I I read 
like I've read Twilight, but I've never seen any of the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just, I can't with Kristen Stewart. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies never live up. Although the Harry Potter movies are, once you've read the books, they are incredible to see because That's they. What they say, "Oh yeah. my gosh!" You know, I would definitely give them a try it one day. But let me ask you I this: will. Has anything been spoiled for you? No, nothing. That's at good. All. That's good. That's incredible. Like, I don't know anything about it, so it would be brand new to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. I'm always a little bit too excited about it because I, whenever my our oldest was when she turned 11, I walked the first Harry Potter book into her room and I said, "I'm going to give you this and I'm going to let you read it now." And she got a few <laughs> chapters in and she was like, "Meh," <laughs> and so I was kind of heartbroken. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it one day. I just haven't committed yet. Yep. Well, you know what? Though you know you try it, and if you don't like it, so what? Exactly. Go watch a Twilight exactly. movie. <laughs> um, I tried Star Wars. <laughs> Sam loaned me his first Star Wars movie, which was actually the fourth movie or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I fell asleep. <laughs> I've never seen those either. Oh, oh. we could be friends. <laughs> you and I. Thanks for the call, Brandy. So, you see, me and Brandy have that in common, although I've seen the first movie. Mm-hmm. Got 80 pages in the first book and I've seen the first movie. But like, at least the movies stand on their own. If you're not going to yeah. read the books, the first I mean, they're... book though is just just a smidge. But you know, you know what, I'm saying? what you said, Jody jumped out at me. I don't know. Uh, there are no spoilers for me either, and I know that I could I could find them anywhere. Please don't. I don't know any of the big spoilers for Harry oh Potter. Which, that's great. Hang on, yeah, because one day when we watch them all with the girls, you're going to want to be on the edge of that seat. All right, thanks, Brandy. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Looks like there's hope if you love Daniel Craig as your James Bond. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Daniel Craig, it looks like he might be sticking with Bond one more time. The name's Bond. James Bond. Oh, yeah. Me likey. Okay, you know, he's my favorite Bond. In fact, when I first saw him, I thought, I don't know about this guy with the mm-hmm. blonde hair and the ears and showed up and I was like, wow, I do know about this tough guy. Like him a lot. So the producers do too and it looks like they're in talks with him to keep him for at least one more installment even though he was burned out and we yeah, all knew it. Yeah, he's complaining and he wanted out of it. They said they have a script. They're working on it. Oh, and the producers, by the way, don't really like his potential replacement of Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> they feel like, well, one of the producers feels like he's a little too smug and not tough enough oh. to play John- James Bond. I guess Tom Hiddleston's got some toughness to prove. Well, he can always can still play Thor, or Thor's brother, Loki. Right. There's plenty of stuff for him. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig, so far on this rumor and story, has been quiet, just like James Bond would be. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, it just hit me and Jody. It's April now, and we really haven't made family vacation plans. I guess a lot of families wind up in that situation where we it sneaks debating. up on you. But, you know, to get the summer vacation that you want, at the price you want and all that kind of stuff, we need to get it done now. Yeah. So thankfully, Sam broke the tie for us. Yeah. <laughs> I decided coin. where you're going Flip this year. Coin and so we're we going to go. Going to the Smoky Mountains again. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Um, you know what I realized? It was a couple of years ago that we did that for the first time, and I loved it, and it was one of our favorites ever, and the kids are, are going to be happy to go back. We have another chance now because we didn't see a bear. Remember? 
Mm. We didn't see a bear. We wanted to see a bear. We went to Cade's Cove and we went and visited our friends who had bears out in their woods all the time. I'm not wanting Sam to... Sam is shaking his head. I'm not, yeah. wanting, I'm like, not wanting to get dangerous. I just dangerous. want to see a bear. Well, I want to see one in its yeah. natural habitat and, and ooh and awe at the... Yeah. I want to see it. You know, it, that's a nice component, Jody, of the vacation. I agree. Uh, it's just not this, I, and I would love to see one. I didn't say it's my number one. Right. My number but, one is chillax with my family. Remember, the thing is, we're walking way out in the woods, far from the car. All I've got are walking sticks. If the bear comes too close, uh, we both they we, turn into running sticks. We all know <laughs> that you're not walking far into the woods from the car. We know that now, uh, and we're not gonna we're gonna go to the Cades Cove thing and try to see one there, and we'll be yeah. in the car. Oh, you get to bring your new chairs too, Murphy. Folding chairs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. If you see a bear, don't leave it though. Coming up next, Jody's hooking you up with a recommendation in the Not So Serious Book Club. If you're looking for a little escape, Jody's got a new book for the Not So Serious Book Club. Yeah, it's not a brand new book, so you can find, you can find it in paperback, mm-hmm. or it probably wouldn't be too um, expensive if you want to like download it on your reading device. Yes. But um, for, and I'm not reading it yet. I do have it in my. <laughs> it's in your I want queue? to read it. I do want to read it. It's it's in the plan. But um, one of my dearest friends, her name is Meredith, and she cannot put this book down. It's called What She Left Behind. Came out in 2013, and I want to say the author's name is Ellen Marie Wiseman. And I say that because that's a popular title. There are other books with that same title, What She Left Behind. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You'll find that all the time when you start looking at books. Uh, oh, you don't have that, that in, in the marketing book world, Murph. <laughs> you don't no. run into. I run there's, into. There's that. not a What He Left Behind either. Anyway, in a fiction. Because he never leaves anything behind. What we left behind, what they left behind. (laughs) In the world of fiction, sometimes you'll run across the same title of a book, okay? As you can with a song, too. But anyway, it's about these women at two different time periods. And I don't want to, it's not time travel, but um, it's just a story. It's two stories intertwined. And it's about love and loss and all this gorgeous stuff. And it's a haunting story. Okay. And she can't stop reading it. So I want to recommend it. What I add she something. left behind. Yeah. That's right. Go That's, check it out. MurphySamAndJody.com. Not to be confused with the marketing book, What Everyone Leaves Behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow morning, guys. Grab your popcorn and Sam, grab your dollar store candy mm-hmm. to bring to the movies the biggest summer blockbusters that are coming we'll get you ready for them all right cool that'll come up after the show you know we do we keep going it's the after the show podcast um and i haven't told either of you about this new obsession mm. uh, two times a day i'm hooked maybe this is something you'd be hooked on too that's why you keep coming home late yes we'll do that in the podcast